Welcome to Focus Schools podcast, Leading for Impact. My name is Brett Bishop, and I am a member of the Focus Schools team and uh, thankful for that opportunity to be around so many excellent educators and people who care about kids and also value the opportunity to be in schools for people who have just dedicated their lives to providing support for the education of students. And I'm joined today by my good friend, Kathy Crum. How are you today, Kath? I'm wonderful. Thank you. We are excited, Kathy and I, to be talking today about another in our series of just doing some learning and speaking about the different focus frameworks that are part of our leadership framework. And today, specifically, we're going to be talking about focus framework six. So I wonder, Kathy, if you might do a little introduction of what does focus framework six mean to us at Focus Schools? Yeah, thanks, Brett. So yeah, we obviously we have our book from Focus Schools and um, each section in our book talks about the different areas of the framework and Focus Framework 6 is all around engaging families and the community in supporting the instructional focus. Foundational to this is that one that we do our family engagement around some instructional focus or activity or best practice or whatever. Right away, that is a change from when I started with Focus Schools. My family engagement activities included chili suppers and fall fairs and festivals and all the things. And when my thinking got shifted to, oh, it should be around my instructional focus. Wow. I'll tell stories later in the podcast about that, but it really like changed how I thought about it. Inside this though, is to create two-way communication with families and to treat them as valued clients. Again, big aha. I think I sent a lot of one-way communication out to my families, but hmm, not necessarily two-way. So that was a learning and continues to be that we focus all of our communication on ideas that will help students show growth in the area of the instructional focus, regardless of individual student differences. So when you think about that, What do you communicate about? How the kids are doing around the instructional focus. Simple. Help the whole school community understand what good work looks like in the area of the focus and develop a common understanding of how the home and the school work together to support academic achievement. You're shifting from parents, of course, being parents to valued people in the process of helping students achieve around the instructional focus. So yeah, some pretty big, um, some pretty big ahas for me when I learned these things with, in my time with focus schools, for sure. And uh, for me, a learning that I had, I think a revelation that yeah, I had to, that you were referring to that you may have had as well, was this notion of the difference between the idea of what I always thought of as parent involvement or family involvement or community involvement and changing that to engagement. And I wondered if you might just shed some light on what that meant to you and your school in terms of the difference between involvement and engagement. Yeah, you know what? One um, story always comes to mind. Um, and that was um, we had our instructional focus was all around reading comprehension, which I've talked about this before. But um, then we also had some best practices. We really got to the point where the students really owned the best practices. And so one of our most powerful things that we did was we actually did have food. We always had food at our family engagement activities. But then after that, the students would, um, or the parents would go around and they would, um, you know, listen to students. So we had them go to the classrooms and then the students taught the parents about how they used 
their best practices. And so in this case, it was about responding to, to their text and showing the comprehension. And so the students literally taught the parents about that. And then, um, then we were able to talk about it. And then how can you help with this at home? So as a parent, you came there and you go, whoa, this is what my kid's doing at school. And now I understand that when we go home, if they have to respond to some text, I feel like I can help them better. So that was a really, really powerful one, just the use of, you know, the older students. So we had fourth and fifth graders that did it. And it was, yeah, it was, it was a yes and yes, we had food and fun. And we went around and and, and worked on our focus. Yeah, and uh, I, I love the notion of if we're going to have parents for any reason um, engage that we somehow connect it to our instructional focus. To me, that's a challenge that helps to make us live up to the promise that all things at our school will travel through our instructional focus. And I think in secondary schools, one of the challenges that they face is that we have historically valued secondary schools through things that are honestly extracurricular. You know, so for example, the state champion football yes. team high school yes. or the awesome you know, stage show that we put on, you know, those things tend to start to define what we think about schools. And of course, those are wonderful things. And uh, no one's a bigger fan of those things than I. However, they are not central. The central mission of our school is, of course, teaching and learning. And so, you know, having folks engaged in those, those moments in the teaching and learning and through our instructional focus is such a challenge. And I wondered if you might share, you know, maybe, maybe for you can, from an elementary perspective and I, from a secondary perspective, any successes that you've seen in that might be helpful for listeners to learn about, well, okay, well, that's great. What, what have schools done to engage that you have seen? I think for us and, and for most elementary schools that um, there's one of the things that we, I think, undervalue for the family engagement is just the very notion of the getting the work and the papers that go home, opening the backpack, looking inside there, pulling out the books, reading with the students. I think um, a big success that seems really simple, but I found to be the most powerful is just helping parents be clear about how they can help their kids at home. And so, you know, that can be, you can just, you know, bookmarks with questions um, for the for the parents to ask the kids while during their reading or, you know, little ways that they can help them with their math. So I think just bringing it down to the everyday activities that they can do, making it real for them, I think is, is just super powerful. And then also just that relentless communication about this is what our school is about. This is what our school is about. This is what our school is about. These are our goals around reading and math and culture and climate. These are the things that we're doing to make that happen. This is how you can help. And just having them be able to hear that over and over and over again, or two, just, just simple communication and simple repetitive, this is how, this is how you can help is what I've seen to be the most powerful on a day-to-day basis in elementary schools. I love the idea that schools are using social media to Mm -hmm. connect with parents, Mm -hmm. families, and communities. And I wonder, um, I've seen one school that sort of did, for lack of a better term, a social media audit with their ILT to look back and say it in the past X amount of time, how many of our social media posts have been about teaching and learning? Shout out for, you know, the volleyball team that won Friday night doesn't count for that. But um, we had an awesome meeting this week where students have you know shared with us that it helps them when we X in the classroom does count. You know, yeah. so th- just not that the, we want to stop the, 
the tweet or the Facebook post about the volleyball team, but we want to make sure that we have a balance there that we show that really about teaching and learning. I love the notion of, you know, when we think about secondary schools, one of the challenges with family engagement is, of course, unlike, say, at elementary, where kids love to hold the hand of their parent as they bring them into the school, they get to a little bit different time in life when they reach middle school and they have a little less of an appetite of what well, my kids did anyway, <laughs> of having their parent around picking and choosing one of the times that we actually you know, have parents here and how can we then share some of the most important stuff that we're doing in the, the successes and learning. And some of the things that I've seen that I thought were so insightful is when parents show up at the senior play and on the back of the playbill is the most recent results of the interim assessment versus the smarty goal or nice. the same thing when uh, we go to get the game program or the roster list at the high school basketball game and included on there is, you know, instead of the advertisement from the local donut shop, or in addition to that, it says, you know, congratulations to our 10th graders because 30% of them have moved from yellow to green in X. You know, to me, those kind of things, that's that's when people start talking about, it, you know, mm-hmm. and saying, wow, this, yeah. this is this is what the school is about. You know, we hear yeah. about it all the time, you know, and I think it just allows for parents to be engaged in a way that doesn't make their kids angry with them. Right. <laughs> and, right. But, but also gets them to see this is what the school is really about. Yeah, that brings to mind, though, the different when you think about communication and even just to communicate, like you said, the communication audit is similar to what we talked about in Focus Framework 5. This is a resource, right? And all the different ways that you can communicate. And so how do you continuously communicate data and what we're focused on at the you know classroom level, the school level, and even the district level. What, how do those websites reflect um, actually what we're working on and help engage the community and the families about, oh, I don't even have to walk into a school to know what they're working on because the communication is so clear. Yeah. And I, I also um, understand there are some roadblocks and challenges to sharing some of the instructional work that goes on in schools because of things like rights to privacy. So for right. example, posting data that has any students' names on it or right. pictures that include student faces, those kind of things. But I got to say, I've seen some really insightful things done. And one of the things that I love so much that I saw was the, the idea of when we're visiting classrooms, which we have to do anyway, right? So anybody was visiting classrooms and say, for example, you using our focus framework structure, which we love so much, if we were going to look for evidence of using a best practice. So I'm just going to use a high school that has um, identified using annotation as a reading strategy to help students comprehend what they read. In this particular strategy, what happens is anybody who's visiting a classroom, if they're seeing some work that is uh, matches to what they're um, shooting for, as you said, a worthy target, I love that term, then what they did was they had them just record with their cell phone, doesn't take any more time, they were there anyway, don't have to add time on weekends, don't have to add time at night, but all they did was just turn on their cell phone camera recording, and they positioned it over the shoulder of the student facing down at the work. So what the viewer sees is hands and work and hear the student describing what they're doing. So they hear a voice, but they don't see a face. In this particular school, it was an elementary school. I'm using a high school example, but they called it little hands doing big work. And so they would send out these posts that were of these little hands. And all you hear is the voice of the kids saying, well, what we do is, and what the teacher said we have to do. And so what I did, what they learned was people loved that. They loved hearing kids describe the work, Mm -hmm. right? I think anytime we can get kids to communicate and actually authentic work that's going on, then folks are really engaged because they love to hear, you know, through the eyes of the kids. And just thinking the whole gamut of family and community engagement from 
face-to-face, one-to-one, home-to-school to then using all that social media that we have at our fingertips right now and knowing that that's what people respond to now. That's so smart, that, that beautiful idea for family engagement. Yeah, I love it. The one thing that we can all agree on is people love to hear from kids. Yes. Right? You know, at any level, you know, we, we love to hear a, a little kid describe something that they're proud of. We love to see a high school kid excel in the playing field or sing a song or, you know, those are the things that bring the best out of all of us, you know, no matter where we, where we come from on, you know, our thoughts about school, we all agree that children are the center of what we do. So anytime we can filter these communications through kids, um, it's, it's a, it's a win-win-win. Thank you, Kathy, for sharing all that expertise with, with us. And thank you to anybody who has taken their time to listen to this podcast today. Focus Schools is committed to try and provide as many opportunities as we can to connect all the people that we work with who are doing this amazing work of supporting students. And so we invite you to go to our website, www.focusschools.com, where you can engage with the work. You can also see our social media pages, and we invite you to like and follow and join so you can share the work that you do and share listen to or see the work of others. Thank you for taking your time, your valuable time to listen to this podcast today. We hope you will continue to do so.